Adonai, we worship you. Elohim, we worship you. Abba Father, we worship you. Jehovah Sikenu, Jehovah Jare, Jehovah Elohim, we worship you. We worship you for you are good and your mercies endure forever. Say that to him. For you are good and your mercies endure forever. Repeat it. For you are good and your mercies endure forever. Again. For you are good and your mercies endure forever. Again. You are good and your mercies endure forever. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you. Accept our praise. Accept our worship this morning. You are kind. You are faithful. You are dependable. There is none like you. There is none before you. You are the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. We worship you, ancient of days. We thank you for what you've been doing, for what you promised to do. You will never fail. You have never failed before. And you will not fail this time. We say thank you. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you adoration. Father, Lord God Almighty, the evil about to before nation. Your children will be exempted from it. Amen. The evil about to before Nigeria. Your children will be exempted from it. Amen. Lord God, I saw a shaking coming. But Lord God, you said your children will be protected. Your children will be preserved. Amen. This morning, we said to you, for you are good and your mercies endure forever. For you are good and your mercies endure forever. For you are good and your mercies endure forever. Thank you, Abba Father. We worship you. You are good. You are good. You are good. And you are good. We worship you. We glorify your name. We magnify your name. Thank you, ancient of days. Thank you, Elohim. Thank you, Abba Father. We worship you. We love you. Hallelujah. Thank you, ancient of days. Thank you, Abba Father. In Jesus' name, we have worship. Amen. Before we take our seats, we may as well confess our statement of faith. One, two, three, go. I confess my heart is receptive to the undiluted word of God. I'm delivered from spiritual blindness. I'm delivered from every oppression of the devil. I am sanctified and consecrated. I'm restored to my divine purpose. I'm ready to advance the kingdom of God. I'm anointed for signs and wonders. I'm changed to change the world. This week, I've made a blessing of God over my life. This week, I force the will of God over my life. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Welcome to church. Hallelujah. I have a word from the Lord vividly this morning for somebody in the house. When the next five days must be five days of intense prayer. Please. Please. Starting from tonight. The next five days. Make it a personal commitment. The next five days in your life should be five days of intense prayer. Pour out your heart to God. Pour out your heart to God. In the course of praying, many of you will have word of knowledge. In the course of praying, many of you will have revelation. In the course of praying, many of you we have understanding of the season. The next five days, I know you've been praying, but the next five days must be different. And I also heard God saying, tell them, 
that no matter how beautiful a gift from Egypt look, he will never accept it. I heard him, he said, tell them that no matter how beautiful a gift look that you have received from Egypt, that is from Egypt, that he will never honor it, he will never use it, until that gift is sent out of your life, the, the glory of God will not be made manifest, made manifest in your life. So in other words, he's saying, if there's anything that represents Egypt in your life, maybe Egyptian lifestyle, anything that looks precious to you, but God is saying, it shouldn't be part of your life right now. I heard God saying, tell them to give it up. He said, it might be painful to let go a certain gift from Egypt. But until you let them go, you will not see the glory of God. I don't know who God is talking to. I heard that vividly. There are Egyptian properties. There are Egyptian elements, Egyptian goods, Egyptian relationship, whatever relationship, whatever gift it is, that is not of God. You've had done to this for so long, but I heard the Lord say, I am about to visit you. But this must not be a stumbling block. It has to go for the promises of God to be made manifest in your life. And he was uh, pouring my spirit again. He said, I made promise to Abraham. But Abraham imported another gift from Egypt. Hagar. And another gift came through Hagar. In spite of all that, knowing that Abraham had an attachment now. Who, 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 which man will have an attachment? I mean, which man will not have an attachment to a child that came from his loin? But God said, Abraham, until you send Hagar and Ishmael away, Isaac will not come. God is talking to somebody this morning. He's about to give you your Isaac. But he's telling you, your Ishmael must go. Tell somebody, your Ishmael must go. It's not the message. It's not the message. It has nothing to do with the message. But he was speaking to me in the course of worship. He said, your Ishmael must go. Ishmael is an Egyptian gift. It looked good, but God will never accept it. There's someone in the house God is talking to. God is saying, it might cost you something to let go of that thing. God is saying, it might cost you something to let go. But until you let go, your Isaac will not show up. Say, God, search me and reveal it to me. Say it again, God, search me and reveal it to me. He said, until your Ishmael goes, your Isaac will not be delivered. Your Isaac may represent your ministry. Your Isaac may represent your marriage. Your Isaac may represent your career. Your Isaac may represent your finances. But he's saying, until Ishmael leaves your house, Isaac will not come to you. Lord, I have delivered as you have instructed. And may the grace for them to carry out the instruction come upon everyone in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Welcome to church this morning. This morning I will be speaking on a message I titled 
have faith in the word of God. Hallelujah. I thought you, you will be happy. You know, you, 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 you are used to this faith series from several locations. But it has never been half faith in the word of God. It has always been half faith. You see, there would be deception or misunderstanding if it is vague. Half faith. You see, everyone has faith. It depends on what you are having faith in or having faith on or where your faith generates from. Everyone has faith. Even Satan has faith. His children have faith. But where is their faith derived from? Is the question. It is not enough to say have faith. But having faith in the word of God is what it is for the child of God to rule his or her word. I went to minister on Friday somewhere in Cuba. But God began to deal with me extensively about unbelief, about doubts, about lack of faith. Then he began to talk to me, son. It is not as if my people don't have faith. They have faith that things will work for them. They have faith that they will get married, they will have money, they will have good life, they will enter heaven. They have faith. But where is the faith derived from? You see, any faith derived from yourself can never be productive. Any faith from a man can never be productive. Your faith from your academy will never be productive. Any faith outside the word of God, it is not faith. Write it down. Faith outside the word of God is not faith. Because we are so used to have faith. But it has created a lot of delusion. A misunderstanding in the body of Christ. Faith, 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 faith. You see? I have faith, I will have this car. I have faith, I will have that house. I have faith, I will build that house. All of our faith is now centered on what we can lay claim to. There is this song I I want to put my praise on it. I don't know how many of you know this song. They sing it says it, uh, it's, an, it's, it's from America. Eh? Tasha. Who can sing it? Sister Gifts, can you sing it? Oh, really? No, who, can, who can sing it? I want to put my praise on it. Everything their praise is not put on God. Their praise, praise is not put on the Holy Spirit. Everything is to, their praise is to put on what you can touch, what you can hold. So, invariably, we have been taught, we have been compared to have faith on what we can touch, what we can take. So, nobody can see that song. And I'm going to swear to my, that is a sweetheart. Eh? Oh, go ahead, just sing it. Don't, don't, don't play keyboard, though, because I don't accept it. The, uh, this. I just want to a message out of it. Uh-huh. There's a healing in this room with my name on, on it. it. 
There's a breakthrough in this room with my name on it. There's a miracle in this room with my name on it. So I'm going to put a praise on it. The praise is not on God. It is what God gives to us we are putting praise on. Did you get that? We are, we've not started. We are going somewhere. We put praise on miracles. Man of God. There are many souls that look good. It tantalizes our soul. But it has no bearing with our spirit. I want to have my praise on it. Put praise. This morning, God is asking you, have faith in in his word. Let your praise be on the word. When your praise is centered on the word, you will see the miraculous. When your faith is centered around his word, Jesus Christ, you will see his glory unveiled. We have faith, but the faith is not on his word. Oh, glory. We're going somewhere. Because something profound happened when I was called to minister in that place. For the first time, God shifted something in my spirit. Then I began to have a different perspective on the scripture I've read again. I preached on that scripture before. The God brought us something and showed me that is he grieves Jesus he pays Jesus to say that we don't have faith in him he pays him a lot he grieves him a lot when we don't have faith in his word We don't have unbelief on what we can touch. Our unbelief is on the word. We don't, we don't have unbelief on healing, this, that. But our unbelief on the word. You see, everyone has faith. So it's not, it's not enough to say have faith. Have faith in what? Have faith in who? When you say, I have faith, God is going to give me this. It looks good. Uh, uh, God is, I have faith. God will give it to me. But that is not what God is actually you, telling you to have faith on. Have faith in the finished work, in my spoken word, in my revealed word. Have faith in it. When you have faith in the spoken and the revealed word, all this, they come on their own. Without you now pursuing this and begin to use your faith to pursue this. So what we have faith on many times is not his word. It's what we lost after. Will you allow me just to be real this morning? What we lost after is what we have faith on. That you see, America did not help the, the, the church in Nigeria. That is why if God tarried, Jesus tarried, America had to be recolonized by Nigeria gospel. The gospel of Christ through Nigeria. Because they came. I, I visited America several times. When you see people come out of the church, they begin to, to touch a car. I, I claim you have faith. 
Then you go around and say, I just bought a car. Say, wow, congratulations. Where is the car? No, I just have faith on it. Gradually, materialism, mammon, to the place of the word of God. I went to preach somewhere. Before I went, God began to show me certain things that have gone wrong in the body of Christ. Jesus said in, in Mark chapter 11, verse 22, and Jesus asked him, say unto them, have faith in who? Please, preach with me now. Matthew eleven twenty two. I mean, Mark, 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 eleven twenty two. Have faith. Have faith. Have faith in who? No, no. You are right. But what I'm trying to say is that, but that's not what we, our faith does not uh, gravitate around the word of God. Our faith has always not been what we can become. That is our faith. And God is no longer in the equation. And it, it, it was demonstrated even in Jesus' encounter with those that lo- proclaim they love him and those he genuinely loved. Something played out. And I saw how we can grieve Jesus for not knowing him for who he is. For not knowing the word for what he, he represents. God will grant us understanding this morning. Hallelujah. Now, something happened again. Uh, Romans 14, verse 23. You see, we don't doubt the material things we want to possess. Our problem is that we doubt what God has said concerning us. But we have faith on what we can touch, what we can uh, 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 touch or what we want. Want what we want. We have faith in it. But one thing we don't have faith in is God, his word. That is the problem. We don't have faith in the revealed, the spoken word, but we have faith in what the word can produce. We have faith in what God can produce, but not having faith in God who produces what he wants to give you. We have faith in it. And he said, he that doubted is what? Because he what? Eh? Oh. So, he, he tells what? Well, the faith, he said, he, he tells none of faith. He, he tells of, of, no, of, of, of not of faith. It's not, you didn't have faith on this food or this clothes or this car. You didn't have faith on the revealed, spoken word of God. Now, as a child redeemed, regenerated. Your life is centered around the word of God right now. Anything you do outside the word of God, the Bible says it is what? No, no, preach with me now. No, no, you, you, I, hate, I know you will hate this. Anything you do without what? The word of God, it is what? No matter how beautiful it is, it is what? Abraham is the first victim of that. Him and his wife. I think that was why he was telling us at the beginning that let your Ishmael go so that Isaac can come. God said to Abraham, Abraham, I will give you a seed. 
in your seed, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. Abraham, I don't care whether you say uh, Abraham believed God, but his wife is the one that made the mistake. Because if a man stands his ground, a, a, a wife will follow you. Did you get that? So enough of blaming women. We blame men if we blame men, Sarah. No, let's blame men. Now, the, we were told it was Sarah that said to Abraham, Abraham, okay, you know what? God is delaying. Let's help ourselves. And this slogan, God help those who help themselves. I have said the Bible, I've never seen that in the Bible. Now, Abraham was a victim of what? God help those who help themselves. But then, as beautiful as he was with uh, Ishmael, Ishmael will always cause you pain. Anything that is not done by the word of God will always cause you what? Did you get that? Isaac has not ever caused pain on this earth. Ishmael will cause pain until Jesus' return. Anything not done in faith. Now, what you have faith in is not what you can touch. Your faith is the word of God revealed to you. The word came to Abraham. Abraham, I will give you Isaac. But Abraham's faith was not the word spoken by God. His faith was what he could take out by his own self. And God is committed in protecting the word that he spoke to you. Anything that comes outside his word will be protected by you. And when you protect it, you will always fail. Nobody has been able to tame Ishmael. And no one can tame Ishmael. Because no one can tame anything. Except God tame anything through you. Any car that does not come through God, you will protect it yourself. Any wife or a husband that doesn't come through God, you will protect it yourself. And in protecting it, you will fight until you die. Because it didn't come by faith. Okay, anything not done aside, uh, anything not done by faith is what? Sin. In other words, anything not done by the word of God is what? Anything that the word spoke about and we refuse to apply ourselves to it, what does it become? It is not that you are sin because you didn't have faith, you will buy this car. You know, we'll be told all kind of dogma and heresies. Oh, you didn't have faith. That's why the car didn't come. Shut up. You didn't have faith. That's why that man has not come. No. It's a lie. Because what they are invariably telling you, you didn't have faith on that man, on that woman. Your, your faith problem is you don't have faith in the word of God. You don't. You don't. Abraham, I will bless you. And through you, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. Abraham, I'm not looking at your chemistry. How old you are. But you see, when it has to do with my spoken word, I do not need your chemistry. I do not need your capability and your ability. I will do it to be clear to everyone that I am the one behind it. All I need is that your faith must be on the word I have spoken to you, I have revealed to you. And at the fullness of time, you will see the manifestation. If you have faith in his revealed word, we will not look for alternative. Brother Moses, when we have faith in what he has told us, we don't look for what? God is very key. 
a particular about the message he want to deliver to us. When he gave me this message uh, last night, then this morning I stumbled into a clip of about a minute. Then one of the uh, proponents of a faith message in the world, if not, yes, not just in Nigeria, in the world, he said something. He said, he has a, a father, a spiritual father, who, lives, who lived in uh, Mushi at the time, years back. And he was living in one room, one room, with his, uh, with, with his wife and his children. And, and he went to visit them in Mushi, and he was complained that they didn't even have money to pay for one room. The room has a word expire. So then, why he was telling him, and I said, but God said that we build a city. Did you get that? God said what? Bedding where? I didn't say a room and parlor. I didn't say room self-contained. You know, some of you are, are raised from, uh, you know, silver and diamond family. I'm talking about face me and face you. Do you understand? And this man was a, a lecturer in the, in the university. He was in the room. And his son came to see him, spiritual son, and all of that. Said, ah, that uh, having challenges paying the rent and all of that. So now, like, you know, God can't lie. He said, I will build a city. You are in a room, and God is telling you, you will build a city. Did he say you will build even a, a duplex? You see, God doesn't, you see, God doesn't reveal to you what your natural man can comprehend. It doesn't. Anything he will tell you, it will be beyond you and beyond your capacity as a human being. The reason why the word of God must not be far from your spirit. Because without the word of God in your spirit, that will certain. Unbelief will come in. Satan will give you alternative. And when Satan gives you alternative, you will be ready to fight all the days of your life. Wait on God. When you say wait on God, the first impression we have is that I'm waiting for God. I know you come. You know what I say? Depend on the word. Did you get that? Wait on God means what? Depend on his word. Wait on his word. But how can you wait on his word that you don't know? How can you wait on the word that has not been revealed to you? How can you wait on the word that you never visit? Many of our Bible now, if we bring it out, we pull it out, the dust in it, even two trailers can't carry it. In what? In God. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word is what? God. When he said have faith in God, he's telling you have faith in his word. And he that doubted is damned. If he eat because he eaten not of faith. For whatsoever is not of faith is what? Uh, Ishmael was conceived from sin. And it has caused us sorrow. I don't, you can't pray Ishmael away. You cannot. The earth can't recover of the damage of Ishmael. And, and this is obvious to us and we still cannot understand that God is saying any Egyptian lifestyle, Egyptian method, Egyptian way of reasoning will harm us, will cause us pain. We can't see from Ishmael. God said, Abraham, 
will give you a, a child. You know what? You know the first thing Abraham said? What do you, what, you know, this, this unbelief and doubt started from Abraham. It's just that God is merciful. It's just that God is faithful. Look at this. That Abraham doubted God. You know, some of you say, some people already, they are prepared to stone me through the camera now. How can you say Abraham, the father of faith, doubted God? If he didn't doubt God, why was he saying, uh, God, but I'm old? Theologians without revelation. He said, God, I am what? Uh, he, didn't, he didn't believe what God was saying. That's why he was, he was telling God, God, I am old. I am above 80. Sarah womb is already twisted. And she has passed the age of what? Monopause. That was what? Doubting God. He didn't receive the word of God. But he believed in his body. Which means from the beginning, it was his body he trusted to produce a child. Now that the chemistry and the word says, if you pass a social age, you can't, it can't be done. So it is immaterial now what God was telling him. God, you are saying it, but biology, chemistry told me. After this age, it cannot happen. You find out that we don't have faith in the world. We have faith in materials. Even including your body. It's material. So, the Abraham's faith was not in God. It was in his what? In his body. So, that was why when he felt he was above a particular age, he felt that it is impossible for him to conceive. Let me tell you, when God impregnates you with his word, no Satan can abort it. When God impregnates you with his word, it will be impossible for the devil. It will be impossible for you yourself to abort it. It will be impossible. You see, God is so merciful that even when Abraham doubted, because his work cannot return void to him. And then I say, Abraham, you are you were stupid. Just my word, I must honor it. Now, Isaac will still come. But the thing is, because my word cannot dwell with the word of Egyptian arithmetic. What will happen is, I am a jealous God. You can't lock me and uh, me and doubt and not believe in the same container. I must dwell in the container by myself. So before I dwell in that container, Ishmael must live. So it doesn't look as if you help me. You cannot help the word of God. You can only align with the word of God. Tell somebody again, have faith in his word. Let's look at our anchor scripture. Hebrew chapter 6. Hebrew chapter 6 verse 9 through 15. Um, I've seen God. I've seen seeing him. I've seen learning. One thing I can submit to you is that he never fail. He will never fail. He cannot fail. When you hear God cannot fail, let your mind not go straight to what you can't see or what you can't touch. Let your mind go straight to his word that has been revealed to you. That the word that is revealed to you is what that cannot fail. The word that is revealed to you is what that can what? Because the one that has not been revealed to you, you will doubt it. If it's revealed to you, it's impossible to doubt it. Have faith in his word. Have faith. 
Have faith. Have faith. Have faith. We want to spread, we want to spread business for false prophets in Nigeria and globally. We want the church to return to the word of God. We want the church to re return to the apostolic era where the word was preached. They broke bread daily. They broke bread daily. They broke bread daily. They didn't prophesy daily. But they were breaking bread well. But beloved, we are persuaded better things of you and things that accompany salvation. Though we don't speak. Did you hear that? There are things that accompany what? But it has to be revealed. <laughs> there are things that accompany what? But it has to be what? For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love which ye have shown to wear his name in that ye have ministered to the saints and do minister and we desire that every one of you do show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope until the end hold on go back and we desire that every one of you show the same word, diligence to the full assurance of hope until where until the manifestation of the revealed and spoken word you must what? Show assurance of hope. Assurance of faith in his word until the manifestation. Abraham and his wife, they didn't wait. But God was what was still fulfilled. But with pain. One, one thing I have realized is that Egyptian goose or gift, they are always beautiful, attractive. But God will never accept it with you if you belong to him. He will always require that you let it go. But the problem is when to let go is going to be painful. So it's better you don't accept it at all. Don't take his gifts because letting go the gift will cause you pain. It may heal you, but that will be wound. It may heal you, but it will wound you. If there's any of you going for what you know God is not part of now. God is speaking to you. It may, it, it may look good, but it will wound you. Anything done without faith is sin. We know what God has told us to accept. We know what God said we shouldn't touch. We know what God asked us not to be part of. If you go after it, he will allow you because it was your choice but it will not be accepted then we see as you let it go because you enter by yourself and letting it go now it will cause you pain but the beauty is when you let go his word will be fulfilled in your life but not without wound it's better we don't accept the gift of Pharaoh. Abraham took Hagar from where? Egypt. Ishmael was born from the proceeds of Egypt. And God said, 
let he go. Have we, have we, have we sat down to, to check God his dealings? He cannot change. Grace has not changed his dealings. David loved God and we know. The child that came through Bathsheba, God said the child must die. Because God, if the child does not die, David, my covenant with you will be in trouble. Anything that is not done within the context of my covenant will limit you and will hinder me from your life. So now, if you want to see the glory and the manifestation of God finding expression in your life, obey his word. Have faith in his word. Then follow his word. Pastor, follow his word is painful. Yes. But the dividends of following his, his word cannot be weighed with the gold and diamond this world can give you. A man in Mushi. Mushi. Some of you have not been to Lagos. Some of you that have been to Lagos, you might not have been to Mushi. The Mushi we are talking about now is a Tush Mushi. The Mushi that, that I know they were talking about is different. A man has a room there. But he couldn't even pay. And in there God said, I will build a city through you. He waited patiently. He waited patiently. Our problem is unbelief. Our problem is doubt. And we will continue to have this unbelief. And we will continue to doubt. As long as the word of God is not our focus. Two things God gave to this ministry. In case you are new here. Prayer and the word. Did you get that? And I don't see any man. Who can align with prayer and the word of God. That will not rule his or her word. There is no prophecy that is not bound by the word that can be made manifest. There is no prophecy that comes from any man that, is, that has no root to the word of God that is not counterfeit. Because every prophecy that comes from God must have what? The word backing. That ye be not slothful. Look at this. That ye be not slothful, but followers of them who through what? Are there what? And then what? Who are these people who through faith? Where do you find them? No, no, speak up. Where do you find them? In the world. Have faith in where? He said you should what? Imitate them. He didn't say, he didn't say uh, imitate uh, brother David Toyao. He didn't say, oh, imitate uh, Dickel Frado. He said, imitate those who through faith and patient inherit the promises. Those who have faith in the world. Those who have faith against all old. They waited. They were patient. And they obtained it. He said imitate them. Follow them. Have faith. If you want to, if you want to imitate them, they have faith in the world. If you want to be like them, look for the world. When the world is revealed to you, that dies. Write it down. When the word is revealed to you, doubt what? Dies. When the word is revealed to you, unbelief dies. 
the spirit of unbelief and doubt will always be in force. As long as you have not come in contact with the word of God. When you come in contact with the word of God, doubt is eliminated. Unbelief is eliminated. He said that you be not slothful. That is, but follow. Don't be lazy. Don't be disoriented. Don't be disenchanted. But follow. But be, be follower of them who through faith in the word of God, in the revealed word of God, in the spoken word of God, we patient inherit the promises. We have we have raised a microwave generation churches. What God has sent me to do is to change the narrative. I might not, I might not be popular like them, but my popularity is in heaven. I am recognized in heaven. I am known in heaven. My wife told me this morning, she just shared with me that he has a revelation that he saw that I was collecting a uh, matter from uh, all these false prophets. He mentioned the name. So if you, some of you noticed when I was, I whispered to her ear during worship, when I, or maybe before worship, when he told me in the church, in, in the office, when I came, I just wanted to appreciate God for today. I knelt down. Then he now interpreted to me what, his, what he was saying. That he saw that I collected something from this no popular person who can put money in the account of people, but many people are poor in this in the village he was born. So he just cannot credit open account for those people in the street he was born, the community who just open accounts. Then that is angel that distribute money to the those accounts in America and all of that, they will just begin to load it. Then he said, I saw you collected it and you were giving it to others. He didn't say I collected it, I put it in my pocket. Then when, we, when I got here, the Lord said to me, what I, I mean is that I want to change the narrative. I will use you to open the eyes of men. So that the word of God will become a focus again in the church. When the word is revealed, doubt is eliminated. Unbelief is eliminated. The reason why we don't wait for the manifestation of the word revealed is because we never believe it. We never have faith in it. Just like Abraham. Abraham believed God. There is different belief. There is different between. I believe God exists and I believe the word that he has spoken. Did you get that? I believe God exists is different from I believe the word he has what? So everybody believes that God exists but not everybody believes the spoken word of God. Did you get that? Everybody believes that God Satan knows that God exists. When you say I believe God what you say in essence is that God exists but do you believe his word that he has spoken if you believe his word many things that we are embracing today on the earth we will not embrace it because his word has addressed everything we are seeing today and the opposite of what we are seeing today is already written in the word we don't believe his word but we believe that God exists 
but we don't believe that his word that he spoke is, 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 is he. That's the problem we have. He said, but ye be not slothful, but follower of them who through faith and patience inherit their promises. Stretch it further. For when God made promise to Abraham, because he could, he could, he could swear by no, no greater, he swore by himself. Hold it there. Every word revealed to you is God swearing. Every word revealed to you, but every word of God revealed to you is God what? He put his life on the line for it. <laughs> he do what? He put his life on the line for it. Every word spoken to God, I mean by God to you, God put his life on the line for it. He swear always. Every word, he come with him swearing. Have faith in his word. Every word of God comes with God saying, I swear I will do it. Hey, I swear I will do it. Every word of God that comes to you comes with, I swear I will do it. For when God made promise to Abraham, because he could not swear by no greater, he swore by himself. God swore by himself, saying, Surely, blessing, I will bless thee, and multiply, I will multiply thee. Every word of God spoken, revealed, comes with, I swear. In other words, God putting his life on the line. In other words, you are the one that will fail, but my word will not fail. You will fail, or you may fail, but my word will not fail. No husband, men don't get married anymore. That is a man speaking. God didn't say that. God said, no shall lack his or her mate. That is what he said. But, what, you have faith in what man says. You have faith in what your body says. But you don't have faith on what the word says. Every word of God revealed comes with I swear I must fulfill it. That's what it is. Oh, the economy is bad. The economy is bad. Nothing is working. I've seen a, 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 a handful of people today in the church that are moved and motivated by what is happening in their environment than what is happening with the word of God. The economy is bad. Nigeria is bad. The world is bad. Everywhere is bad. It is not the world that is bad around you. It is the no, a lack of knowledge of the world that is causing things to be bad around you. It is not the world. He said, you are in the world, but you are not of the world. Which means what destroyed them in the world shouldn't destroy you. Do you have faith in his word? Or you have faith in what you see or what you hear? Your faith is in the opinion of men. Where is your faith? Where is your faith? Be faithful and virtuous to the word of God. Be faithful. Be faithful. It is not enough to have faith in his word. But be faithful to his. Did you get that? 
Everything is what means. I accept. I believe is who you are, what you say. Now, having faith and be virtuous to the word of God, say I align and I will apply myself to it. Abraham knows that God was the one speaking. But Abraham was not faithful to the word that was spoken. So if you argue, argue with yourself. Abraham believed that it was God that was what? But he did not have faith in the word. He was not faithful to the word. You can hear God speak, but you will not be faithful to what he speaks. <laughs> did you get that? If Abraham was faithful to what God said, he will not borrow something from Egypt. He will not look for alternative. <laughs> he knew God was speaking. He knew God spoke. But he was not faithful to the word that was spoken by God. One thing is to have faith in his word. Another thing is to be faithful. When you are faithful to his word, you will, you will be patient. You will not be desperate. When you are faithful with the word, you will not what? You will not be desperate. You will be what? Patient. Go back to that our scripture. Imitate them. I, I, if we can take it from a, a, a contemporary translation, I will appreciate that. He said, follow them. Another translation said, imitate them. Some translation, be like them. Who through faith are what? Patient. Because when you are faithful to his word, patience will not be lacking. When you are patient, you don't count days. You didn't get that. When you are patient, you don't count months. When you are patient, you don't count years. When you count years, you cannot, you can't, you can't be faithful to the word. When you are faithful to the word, the number of years or months will be invisible to you. You don't see it. If you ask me, except by by coincidence, I will tell you, okay, I know we started this ministry so time. I don't, I don't count the year. I don't remember the year. Because faithful is it that has spoken. And faithful is it that will do it. Did you get that? So that you will not be spiritually what? Sluggish. We, but we instead be imitators of those who through faith lay on God with what absolute trust and confidence in him and his power and by patient endurance even with this translation please remove that suffering remove it this is where the devil has fought us we have looked for ice cream to decorate anything God has allowed and is part of we will look for ice cream to cover it. Why did you put for suffering there? Who, 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 who sent you? Who sent you? Abraham said, it's why I said, heaven help those who help themselves. You see that, that property of Egypt, it looks nice. You can harvest it. 
But God, why did you not stop me? God will not stop you. You have made your choice. He will not stop you. What he has given to you is his word. And his word is meant to guide you. Absolutely. So, so that you will not be spiritually sluggish. But we instead be imitators of those who through faith learn all God with absolute trust. You see, there is absolute trust and there is what? Trust. So there can be trust, but it's not absolute. You have ocean. God doesn't deal with men that have ocean. Write it down. God does not transact with men that have oceans. He will let their ocean go first before he, he comes through for them. You see, when Abraham decided to go with uh, 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 Hagar and Ishmael, you know what God did? He paused. You know what? God paused. He said, I am a jealous God. He paused. Abraham, we can't, we can't rule, we can't transact because you have ocean. Where you, you went for the ocean, but my work can't fail because every word I spoke, it come with, I swear. And if I swear with my word, I can't reverse it. Because I can't reverse it, I will still do what I said anyway. But now, they must go. And God knows it will cause you pay to let go. God knows. Don't tell me Abraham didn't have his heart shattered. When God said, send them away. Oh, 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 oh. you've not read it in your Bible? You've read it? Okay, let's say it together. Send them. What are you ask somebody? What are you sending away? Eh? Whether I answer or not, but you have done your part. Ask again. What are you sending a God said, send them a it didn't say send him away. It didn't say send her away. There are many things that we need to send away. God said, send them. God didn't accept Ishmael and said, send Hagar away. He said, send them away. They must what? Go. Anything done outside faith is what? But naturally speaking, was it not the semen of Abraham? God. Did you not give the semen to Abraham? I gave it to you, but I didn't ask you to use it wrongly. Outside faith. That's what he was saying. Send them away. But if I will advise, I say it is better not to even give room than waiting to send them away. When the word of God becomes your focus, you don't pray prayer, Father, help me to obey you. Because the word of God is obedience to God. Applying the word or aligning with the word of God is already obedience to God. Have faith in his word and be faithful to his word. Have faith in his word and be faithful. Now be faithful is where patience comes in. Be faithful to his word is where endurance comes in. And I said, even when even what? I, I know we don't want to say that too. Even when what? 
and you are bold. Some people uh, they started questioning God and His Word. And God, if you exist, why is this happening? Every time you disobey God, what you what you never expected will happen. God, why is this happening? Why is that happening? No, God has His ways. Follow His ways, you will see His glory. When they wanted to steal from the church, they introduced all kind of dogma, heresies, and a movement came that not tell people they they eat ogbolo before they left their houses. Their pants they are wearing is blue and red and white. The plate number is two, three, four, five. And I asked, how does my plate number change my life? How does another person's street he lives in part of my life? The word of God was gradually removed. We don't have faith in his word. We are not faithful to his word. Now, I might have to round up very soon. Because I say a, 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 a very profound revelation I had in his word. I briefly spoke about it in my meeting on Friday. And it will surprise you that by before now we have this notion, this impression that Jesus wept. It is alright for everybody to weep, uh, to, to weep. Jesus cried. Everyone can cry. I am not saying it's wrong for you to cry. That's not what I'm saying. I cry. Yes. But don't take it out of context that Jesus wept was because it was necessary. It was not necessary that he wept. It was unbelief and lack of faith of people around him that made him cry. I know you have not know, uh, 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 saw it like that. You've not seen it like that before. Take me to the book of John. We're going to round up here now. John, let me, let me, look at, check it out. Uh, uh, John, I think John, uh, John 11. John 11 will take you from 14. Please be patient. I'll tell you be patient because I know many of you are not used to the, 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 uh, the Bible and all of that. Because we can speak just what we are okay with. Can help us jump and all of that. No, see, I like ice cream. I know ice cream is nice, but it's not healthy. Man of God, ice cream is nice. My wife bought ice cream for me yesterday. I do ice cream. But it's not healthy. But when you are licking it, it looks what? There is no head. So they've spoken to us sugar-coated, sugar-coated messages. We eat it, we jump at it, but it has destroyed the fiber of our existence. It has destroyed it. So we don't endure, we can't endure sound doctrine. Brother, we don't, you, you wouldn't know that I, I saw a page. You, 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 you preach. I was proud. And I, 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 I begin to love it, love it, love it. You will wonder what uh, Pastor Dave was doing there. I'm everywhere. He preached a message. You know, uh, Bray Jota came up with a, a skit that had to do with a church setting. You understand? I am not saying 
don't come to church the way you are. But if you come to church the way you are and you remain the way you have always been, that's a problem. So there's kids from Bridgewater who know that uh, uh, a, a sister can look lascivious, uh, seductive, and all of that. And allow them, allow them. They're, but Minister Wisdom preach a message. Begin to say to them, they, a time will come, they will not. Endure sound doctrine. So it was. I, I didn't see his name immediately. I only saw the scripture. But my mind told me this person is from Majestic House. I knew. I, it took this so in my mind. I said, maybe a Roman follower. That is the first thing that comes to my mind because that's what I, I was reading. Only for me to see that man. And I look again. I said, ah, it's my son. Well, it was not a surprise to me. He preached to them because the 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 bridgeotter's kit is to undermine the word of God, but the skit was well presented, and those who are not mature in the word will accept it and run with it. But those that have been taught the word of God, immediately there will be reaction in their spirit. No, it look good, but it will destroy you. So ice cream is good. No, it's not good, it's sweet. I told my wife I was going, I said, please get me ice cream. He went to Goldstone or Goldstone. He bought one. I took some it. I said, I will finish it late after fast and all of that. But before I slept, the remaining, I went back to it. I said, Ice cream, you have problem. It's not me that have problem. Ice cream has problem. It's not me. Now, sugar-coated message has problem. It's not you that have problem. But you taking it is the problem. Because when you take sugar-coated message, so you cannot take the organic one. You see, anything organic is not sweet. Are, are you aware? Let me tell you, I've lived abroad. There is organic shops. There are never many. <laughs> Uh, do you know what? When I look at Majestic House, the joy that I have is that anything that is organic, they are not common. They are not common. And they are not cheap. A bottle of Coke, eh? A bottle of Coke. I don't know how much they sell it now. Maybe 100 naira, 150. Okay, 150. That bottle of Coke that is 150, you know it's very sweet. If you juice a pineapple or orange and feed that same container, you know how much you will buy it? Eh? 500, they are, they, are, they are good people. There are some places they will tell you 2,000. But Coke is sweeter. Organic is never cheap. And it's healthy. Organic is not for everybody. Organic is for rich people. <laughs> I don't know why God just took us to this direction now. I brought them, you know, as I got there, you know, because yeah, we didn't know what was juice. I know some of you were raised with it. I didn't know. So now, they packaged me, I saw myself in another place. If you see the way I was rushing juice, I, want, I wanted to die. I wanted to abuse me, put inside it. Because, so, I, anywhere I go, for some of you here, some, we have some people here that went, that went there for their masters and all of that. They know. 
Somebody like Sister Diana know what I'm talking about. Uh, there will be some juice that is like maybe one pence. Do you understand? There are some, eh? Four liter is less than one pound. If not, 20 liters save. You will carry it like this. But as time goes on, as God begins to help your government, you will not enter one day. You don't see organic shop everywhere. As big as the whole of Abuja now, organic shop can be only maybe just one or two. As you enter there, you will see 100% organic. It's not for everybody because for some people it's to price. It is not to buy. Therefore, some people it's excursion. Go and see how it is. So when you get there, you say, that is the price. Because sometimes they don't put the price. Because they know those who can afford it, they don't need to have the price. If they scan it, they give you BUP. So it's not for everybody. So by the time you get to where you will pay, they do chain, you see 20 pounds. That 20 pounds is something that can give you juice for two months or three months, ideally. You do another one, pain. And many times they don't do big container, it's like this. If you are the one that go for it a lot, three will not even be enough for me for you. What am I trying to say? It's a message that we are preaching. Oh? Sugar coated message will look good, but it will destroy you. Go for organic word messages, organic word messages, raw and undiluted messages. The sugar coated one can be sweet on you immediately, but eventually it will destroy you. It will disconnect you from God. It will disconnect you from his word. He will make you dry. And you will become a victim to the devil. But when you are taking in organic, it might not be very sweet in your mouth. But it has nutrients. It has vitamin. But your organ will be responding well. But it will not be long. You see, you, get, look, you look younger. You look better. You are fresher. You live longer. Sugar-coated message will be killing you gradually, but you will not know. Let's preach this. We'll go. I will, we enter this side of the message because I asked us to read John 11 to 14. My heart was beating. Why will you read that? Because it's no longer a vogue. How will you just read a passage of the Bible from verse 11 to Fourteen to forty-four. We are going. Fourteen to where? I was scared. That's why we went to organic message. I was scared. That's why I was talking about ice cream that I took yesterday. The ice cream, brother Maru. The ice cream. Is it good coast or I don't know what they call it? Coast cool. I don't know. So I saw, and she didn't buy that small one. She bought that one that is like this. So and I like ideally you should take it three times, and I just took like that and I put it in freeze. I said, then later my body was scratching me. So I'm telling you, sugar coated message, it will give you itching ear. The way ice cream was giving me itching at yesterday. Then said Jesus unto them plainly, Lazarus is dead. We are going somewhere now. Lazarus is what? Now let me tell you. It was not necessary that Jesus should have told them that Lazarus is there because in the beginning he said to them Lazarus was sleeping. But they lack understanding. So Jesus said 
Lazarus is sleeping. And they say, hey, well, if he sleeps, he should we do well. Jesus had to come to their terms. He has to come to their level. Ideally, Jesus knows because he's the creator of all things. Everything responds to him. Everything responds to him. But ideally, he was trying to let you know that you are what you confess. That's what Jesus was teaching us here. You are what what you confess. You become what you labor yourself. Now, what you labor yourself is not by just saying, I am, I am rich, I am this, I am that, I am that. What you labor yourself will now be drawn from the word of God. So, your, a proper laboring of your life now should be what? Drawn from the word of God. So, Jesus was always saying, hey, uh, I am the word of God. Because he, he knows that he is life. Jesus knows, he said, the word that I speak to you, they are spirit, they are life. Jesus knows that he is life. Though, even though somebody is dead, Jesus will say, but he's sleeping. So, but because they didn't understand, Jesus and I said, well, I'll come to your level and your term. He is dead. So now, and I am glad your, uh, for your sake that I was not dead. To the intent, ye may believe. Nevertheless, let us go unto him. What was the word here now? That ye may what? Pay attention to that. That you may believe. Jesus is very particular about you believing his word. Believing his word. Continue. They said, Thomas, which is called Thomas, unto his uh, fellow disciples, let us also go that we may die with him. Then when Jesus came, he found that he had lain in the grave four days already. Now Bethlehem was now unto Jerusalem about 50 full on off. And many of the Jews came to Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary sat still in the house. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hast been here, my brother had not died. Hold on. Even as you are right at this, let's, let's look at it. These people, they saw Jesus physically and they were already blaming Jesus. We are with the word of God, we are still blaming God. Look at, if you have been here, so they didn't recognize life has always been with Jesus. Jesus has always been life. And you say your brother died and life has come to you and you didn't know and you didn't believe. You know what he's telling us now? The word of God is with us. We are still in denial. Martha said unto him, Lord, if thou hast been here, my brother had not died. Continue. But I know, look at this, oh, partial knowledge is not full knowledge. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou we ask of God, God will give it thee. <laughs> that was a wonderful revelation. Oh, you have understanding, but not in full. Jesus said unto her, that brother shall rise again. Now, let's see their, their, their foolishness now. Some, he said, Jesus said, that brother will live again. Before Jesus said that, he said, I know whatever you ask God. They know God can do something. They don't believe God can do it in their life. Oh, you didn't get that now. We, we know whatever you ask God, he will give it. Go back to that place. The same person who said to Jesus, whatever you ask God, God will do it. In other words, whatever revelation of the word I have, 
I know it will be made manifest. The same person will doubt again now. And Jesus plainly said, Jesus said unto her, that brother shall rise again. Look at what, now look at the following this. Martha said unto him, I know that he shall rise again, oh. <laughs> but I'm not saying today or immediately uh, in the resurrection at the last day. May you not postpone your miracle. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection. So this why Martha Mary, with all the relationship you people have with Jesus, so you don't know his resurrection, you don't know his life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, he shall yes shall he live. Continue. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believeth thou this. Jesus knew they were in denial, they were doubting. That he asked them, Do you believe this? She said unto him, Yeah, Lord. I believe that thou art the Christ. So I believe you exist. But I don't believe what you are talking about. Did you get that? That's the problem we are having. We are, Mata is our sister, so we can't deny Mata. Brother Moses, Mata is our sister. We shouldn't deny. I believe that thou art Christ. So I have a step for that. The Son of God. We should come into the world. We know we have seen you, but we, 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 we know you exist. But when you are saying that whoever dies shall live, or that is another thing. It is easy for us to believe that Jesus is the Son of God, but we don't believe the word that He speaks. This is the problem that we're having. She said unto Him, and when He had said, she went her way and called Mary, her sister, secretly, saying, The master is come and calling for thee. Oh, my, yeah, 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 yeah. Man of God, listen. The master, he what? Anytime the word of God comes, the master comes. Anytime the word of God is revealed, the master comes. The reason we must go for the word. When the word of God is revealed, the master comes. The master is master over everything. The Bible said the pool of Bethesda that it was stirred occasionally. And every time it was stirred, whoever jumped into it was made whole. He said the master has come. The master called it. When the word is revealed, when the word comes to you, it means that the impossible will become possible. So, the master is here. Continue. And as soon as she heard that, she arose quickly and came unto him. Now, Jesus was not yet come into the town, but was in that place where Martha met him. The Jews then, which, which were with her in the house and comforted her, when they saw Mary, that she rose up hastily and went out, followed her, saying, She goeth unto the grave to weep there. Then, when Mary was come where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying unto him, Lord, if thou hast been here, my brother has not died. Who said that also again? Mary used to. Ah, it was okay for Mary to 
it's not Mary. It was okay for Martha to have confessed that. But Mary, you too. Mary, you too. You that lean on Jesus' feet too. Mary, you too. You believe Jesus exists, but you don't believe that he can. He is the resurrection. The resurrection you believe is, is with you. But you are looking at future. When Jesus therefore saw her weeping, and the Jews, uh, Jews also weeping, which came with her, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. See, see, see. Go back. So hold it there. We are almost where uh, we will round up. He grew where? And was what? He was in trouble because Lazarus was dead. He, was, he, he didn't grow in the spirit because Lazarus was, was dead. He groaned that his resurrection, he came to them and they did not recognize him. Okay, you just got it now. And for the first time I know. He grew in the spirit. He groaned in the spirit and he was what? Troubled. You know the reason? Will I be with you? I am the beginning. I am the word. I, 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 I was spoken into existence. I changed all things. I created all things. Now I am physically with you. And you are crying about who dies. In the first case, I give life. So I can give what you believe is dead. I am there. So what we do is that we are with the word of God, but we don't know what the word can do. Did you get that? We are always with the word of God, but we don't know what the word of God can do. Jesus groaned in the spirit. You know what I thought? Huh? He prayed for the power to come. Jesus never prayed to look for power because he is power. So he groaned in the spirit. He was generating power. No, he was he is power. He didn't need to generate it. He groaned and was troubled because he saw the thick cloud of unbelief. The thick cloud of doubt. Continue. I said, We have delayed him. It was in anger, holy anger. We have delayed him. They said unto him, Lord, come and see. This is the message. This is a, Jesus, what? He wept not because of his death, he wept because of their unbelief. He wept that those who should know better. They didn't even know who he was. Because Jesus have a, 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 had a special relationship with uh, Mary and Martha and Lazarus. Because uh, the, the, the introduction of this uh, uh, message is that he who you love is dead. Did you hear that? He who you love is what? Which means there was a relationship. With that relationship, they still did not know him. Jesus wept because of their lack of knowledge. Doubts and unbelief. Continue. They said, Jews, behold now he, uh, how he loved him. You know what they were saying? Oh, Jesus will be crying because who he loved died. Does it make sense? When he is life, when he is resurrection. Now, listen, listen, listen. The clay. I preach a message that border on clay. I don't know how many of you still remember. That I was in Guagualada or whatever. That as I took one and I, it broke. And while I was like in pain, the owner just said, Don't worry, just don't worry. He gave me another one. 
I was now wondering with, with the kind of car I parked and the way I look he didn't ask me to pay another money then while I was about to enter car the Holy Spirit spoke to me he said because he knows it's still valuable those things are still valuable it's not destroyed I am the one who saw that it's destroyed because I don't know the technology that, that make it but because she has the technology that makes it it doesn't see anything damaged or, or wasted there all they need to do is to put water again and recycle it and it will still bring out the same so Jesus would have been weeping because Lazarus died that he created before that he can say Lazarus who said before at the beginning Lazarus was sleeping why would the same Jesus who said at the beginning he's sleeping and come to the grave and be crying because Lazarus died Jesus said at the beginning Lazarus sleepeth why would he say Lazarus? Jesus not come to the grave and be crying? See how he loves him. He's crying because he died. No. Jesus at the beginning didn't even say Lazarus died. He said he was sleeping. He wept because of their unbelief. He wept. Then said Jews, the Jews, behold how he loved him. Continue now. And some of them said, could not this man which opened the eyes of the blind have, have caused that even this man should not have died. The same thing again. They didn't believe. They were, they were, they were grumbling. Look at this man. So that miracle was even true. If you, if you open the eyes of people and all of that, the same power would not have been available for you to have stopped him from dying. It do, does it matter what has happened as long as the word of God is present? The situation will be rekindled. Will be reversed as long as the word of God is revealed. He came. Now Jesus coming to that house. It is a revelation we have in the revealed word of God. As you follow the word of God, you have faith in the word. You are faithful to the word. The word is revealed to you. It's like Jesus physically stepping into the scene of that your situation. That is what it is. Jesus therefore again groan. Look at this. You look at this. The pain he had is that. What made him groan now again? Is it not that Jesus, that guy that he said he opened the eyes of the blind. You know that, why he was groaning again? So you mean all that I have been saying, I am the son of God. In the beginning I was. In the beginning I am. In the beginning I am this. I am resurrection. So all of you don't know. That is why. So groaning to the mind of many people connotes he was generating power to wake the dead. Jesus does not need to generate power because his name is power. It's not a power. It doesn't need to generate it. And Jesus again, you, see, you look at the word again. Jesus again grew. Because before, he groaned. One, when they cried, again, it, they made a contrary statement again. Is it not the one who they said he opened their eyes? Why did he not stop there? Jesus was in pain. Jesus was always saying, I have been revealed. I was not here, he died. Now that I'm here, you people should celebrate. Situation happened in your life. But the word of God, you approach it. And the word of God is revealed. Now celebrate. I, I celebrate anytime the word is revealed. Not when it begins to produce something that I desire. When the word is revealed. That's why when a prophecy comes through the word of God, jump at it and rejoice. Because it is revealed. And it must perform that which it has spoken. It will perfect.
get it. Rejoice when the word is revealed. That is spoken word. That is the reveal word. That's why this message, you know, many of us are hearing different things. Did you got that? The, what, what the, the area the message is touching you is different uh, from where it's touching another person. What is revealed to another person might not be revealed to you. And what is revealed to you might not be revealed to another person. But whatever that is revealed to you is the spirit of God still in you, telling you, I, I, I swear. When it's revealed, it comes with, I swear. When it's revealed, it comes with what? I swear. I swear I will do it. Now that you know. I swear I will do it now that he has entered you. I swear. Because now that you can comprehend it. Jesus therefore again groan, groaning in himself. Coming to the grave. It was a cave. And a stone laid upon him. Jesus said. Take here away the stone. Look at now. Look at now. Martha, the sister of him that was there, said unto him, Lord, by this time he's thinking, for he has been there for this. You see the, see, see the doubts? You see the unbelief? Did you see that? But did he not tell them not long ago that he, he who believed in me, even if he is dead, he shall live? Did he not say it? He was talking to them physically. They heard it about, okay, like how many minutes ago that Martha and Mary was told, about three minutes ago. In less than three minutes now, they are, saying, they are saying a different thing. This is what happened to our life. Three minutes ago, Martha and our sister were told, hey, if he who believes in me, though he's dead, he shall live again. If he didn't die, uh, if, if, if he lives, he will live forever. He said, and now, in three minutes, they are telling him, hey, you don't have the power. You can't do anything. He's been there for three days. Listen, if we have not buried her, if he was still on, 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 on oxygen, maybe you could do something. Uh, if uh, we have not dug the grave and put him there, maybe. But we are telling you, if he leave, the first day, maybe you, we would have noticed a noise around the place. That a, a second day, maybe he would have been uh, recuperating. But we are telling you, four days, forget it. How do you tell a man who has the power to create all things to forget what he can do? Unbelief. We are, we are going to round up the message by coming up and curse every spirit of unbelief. It's painful. It's a spirit, and that spirit is thick. Spirit of unbelief. You doubt yourself. You doubt God. You doubt everything. You can't just believe. Jesus said unto them, "Say, Jesus now said, now when they not told Jesus, Jesus now said, Jesus said unto unto them, I mean unto her." Said I not unto thee that if thou, you see what Jesus said now, he's angry now. I told you before, and now you are still doubting me. Did I not tell you before that if thou will believe that thou should see the glory of God? When the word of God is revealed, you don't bear for glory. When you begin to align with the word of God, you don't bear for glory because glory comes with every revealed word of God. Glory come with every. When you can believe it, you don't buy for glory. When you can believe it, you don't ask for glory. Because the glory come with the revelation. Did I not tell you? If thou wouldn't believe, thou shouldn't see the glory of God. Oh, my generation will see God again. 
my generation will touch God again. It will be like that generation, like that woman that had the issue of blood, who married, that said, if I can just touch him. You know what he was saying? If I can just have revelation of Jesus Christ. My generation, they will touch the hem of Jesus garment again. The woman said, if I could just touch the word of God. You know what he was able to say? I don't even want to handle even the word. But if I could just come uh, 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 to the very ferrets around the world, I'm done. Jesus, no, many of us might not be able to talk the, 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 the word itself. That is why he sent pastors to preach the word. That you hearing, you can change. You hearing, things can change your life. This woman said, if I may just touch, he didn't say that I may touch the feet of Jesus Christ. He didn't say until I shed the hand of Jesus Christ. He said, if I may just touch the hem of his garment. In other words, if I could just hear the word of God undiluted. If I could just receive the word of God, that will be done. This humorage for 12 years will dry up. And the moment he touched, Jesus said, who touched me? Who asked? In a crowd, multitude of people, you are asking, who touched me? Jesus, that, that is funny. What, are, what were you asking? Jesus knew something left. Because anytime the word is revealed, something leaves heaven. word is revealed to you. Something leaves what? Write it down. please. Anytime the word is revealed, you see, the word, it will pop out. You will see it. Something leaves heaven. Jesus said, who touched me? The moment the woman made up her mind, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, the, 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 the uh, 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 angelic physicians, they were at work. And God, God immediately despised them. He said, yes, she's, she's prepared. They suddenly, when Jesus asked, you know what his disciples said? Master, what is the problem? How can you be saying who touched you? I'm all these cars. Is it possible uh, for you to know who is touching you? Jesus said, it's not about crowd. Though. In a crowd, there are people who are not in the crowd. But you see them in the crowd, but they are not in the crowd. They are in the spirit. in the spirit. The woman was in the spirit. The Bible said, the flesh profit nothing. It is a spirit that giveth life. The word that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. Jesus said, who touched me? They said, you are in the crowd. It's not possible for you to be talking about people touching you. People will touch you anyway or you will touch people anyway because as you are moving, you will touch people. As they are moving, you don't ask. Jesus will say, no. Something left heaven. I saw a virtue, a virtue dispatched from heaven. That woman just received her husband. That sister just received her husband. That man just take a breakthrough right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. A virtue left him. Because somebody believed if I could just touch. Jesus said unto 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 them, unto her. Say, said I not unto thee. Thou, if thou wouldest believe, thou should see the glory of God. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. Pay attention now what Jesus will say now. Look at this. 
Jesus didn't need this uh, oratory and eloquent uh, talk. I know that thou hearest me always. It was not necessary. But because of these people, it is not necessary. Because they have hard of hearing. Did you get that? They had what? Hard hearts. Look at what Jesus was saying. I And I knew that thou hearest me always. But because of these people, we stand by. I said what I'm saying. Ordinarily, I shouldn't have been saying this. Which stand by, I said it. That they may what? You know what he was still doing? Still trying to prepare their mind. Because even when Lazarus comes out, they are still going to say, well, you know, uh, the seventh day, maybe he was beating, his heart was beating small, 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 and they now buried him. Then later, uh, then maybe the rain fell, he was famished, and the water finally went to enter his mouth. That's why Jesus now started started to teach theology and, and I knew that thou hearest me always but because of these people who are hard of hearing we stand by I said that they may believe that thou hast sent me continue now and when he thus has spoken he cried with a loud voice Lazarus comfort and he that was there came forth bound and with, uh, with foot with grave clothes and his face was bound about with napkin, Jesus said unto them, lose him and let him go. What he said before, that his resurrection, have you seen it now? It means that Jesus is always what he say he is. He does what he say he can do at all times, irrespective of your doubt and your belief. Rise to your feet. Have faith in his word and be faithful to his word. Jesus groaned in the spirit. Jesus wept because of unbelief. We just can't believe. There are many sisters who, who might not immediately get married because in their, in their heart, the man, must, the man must be this, he must be that, he must be that. And God is saying, no, I am using you as a catalyst. To change the narrative, you are a carrier of virtue, you are a carrier of glory. You said until the man drive limousine, you will wait forever. I'm not telling you if you see the one with limousine is bad, no. Because this, you see, when when when, when you have faith in, in God, in, in his word, and, and faithful to his word, you see, your human ideology will change. There will be a shift in your reasoning. The word will cause a shift in your reasoning. The primary duty of a woman is to make the man believe you are capable. There is a special place women occupy in the, in the arena of God. But many of them are not aware. That this Egyptian mentality has lied to many of them. They now say, uh, uh, They said they, they just bought you for Sister Choma. Hey, Father, remember me in glory. Woman, sister, we see a brother. He will check. Does this man have vision? See, you're a man that have vision. It's not a man who says, I believe I can, 
I can become a television owner. Now that is not vision. A man that has vision is a man who has made the world absolute life, absolute light, absolute living. The word of God. That is a man with vision. Because you cannot have the word of God and not know what God can do through you. You didn't get that. You cannot have the word of God and not know what God can do through you. So, uh, uh, oh, 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 oh. If, you, if you see the, if you see the perfume, it's fire, it's hot. Sister, I'm not angry with you. It's hot. And I know everything that is hot is always leading to her fire. The perfume is hot. And God has already prepared. Even that brother has the vision to create a designer perfume. But you can't see. But if you truly have the word of God, a man will come to you as an angel. You will know it. I'm not saying already made. It's not possible. But be careful. Because the season we are is the season of the supernatural. Is the season why where you will see rain falling in a particular house, but the next house there will be no rain there, because somebody carry heaven somewhere. When you carry the word of God, you are a carrier of heaven. A sister that carry heaven, it's not going to be afraid because he said the brother. Oh, I'm not sure this and that. You see that when sister carry heaven. That brother doesn't have a choice. So. As long as the brother is the will of God, even if the brother could not believe anything, because the sister came, he will believe. He will believe. We need the star generation. We need the root generation. If I perish, I perish. You know what we make a woman have said that? He has eaten God so much that he knows he cannot even perish. We truly, can we really have faith in, in the spoken word of God? When you have faith in the spoken word of God, then the word will be revealed to you. And when the word is revealed to you, virtue will leave heaven. Miracle will leave heaven. The supernatural will become the natural around you. Thank you, Jesus. Did you receive anything this morning? Lift up your hand. I say, in the name of Jesus, I curse every spirit of doubt in the name of Jesus I curse spirit of unbelief in the name of Jesus I receive the spirit of faith in the word of God now pray right now for the next one minute Kabasa shall I take a palepo to Yaba I rebuke you, you spirit of unbelief, you spirit of doubt, you spirit of doubt. I curse you, I curse you, I curse you, I curse you, you spirit of doubt, I curse you. That my sister, you are pregnant. That my brother, you are getting married. That my sister, you are getting married. That brother, that opportunity comes to you. That open door comes to you. Whatever you are trusting God for, I stand in my office this morning. I declare and I decree that is released to you. It's released. It's released. That business breakthrough. That marital breakthrough. That promotion. That elevation. That concession. In the name of Jesus.
curse you, you spirit of fear. I curse you, you spirit of unbelief. I curse you, you spirit of doubt in the life of my brother, in the life of my sister. I curse you. Lose your grip or hold in the name of Jesus. She will carry her baby. And in the name of Jesus, it is done now. That business of Buddha is done now. That opportunity got to you now in the name of Jesus. I break barrier, I break obstacle, I come against delay in the name of Jesus. I declare the tree, I declare the heaven is open over you in the name of Jesus. Heaven is open in the name of Jesus. Your heaven is open in the name of Jesus. Glory is revealing you not through you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Abba Father. We give you praise, we give you honor, we give you adoration. Thank you, Father Lord, for there shall be a manifestation. And there shall be a testimony. In Jesus' mighty name we pray.